Hey friend, thanks for stopping by. Pull up the chair and have a seat. You know me, I've got some good Tennessee white pine burning here in the chimney, but we better enjoy it fast because it's hard to believe, but winter solstice has already come and gone. And summer solstice is around the corner coming up June 20th, 2021. But listen, hey, chill out. I'm going to run inside and get us a couple of cups of joe. I'll be right back. Hey, you're listening to Rocks, God, the world, and other things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Hey, speaking of summer solstice, this episode's title is Swimming Pools. Subtitle, Thank God for Clean Swimming Pools. This episode is a thought about beginnings, which we will look at on a deeper level as we dive into the first few chapters of the book of Genesis, the book of beginnings. When I was a kid, the only people who had swimming pools were hotels, city parks, or rich people. Kids like me did not have a swimming pool. We didn't even own a slip and slide. In my teenage years, several of my friends' dads were pilots for the airlines, and a lot of them had swimming pools. To swim in a clean pool was always a special treat. I have fond memories of swimming in the Holiday Inn pools on our summer trips between Clinton, Maryland, and our family home in Arlington, Texas. Pool ownership was never something I envisioned in my future. It was just too expensive to build a swimming pool. In 2005, all that changed. Through a series of events, the house next door to my childhood home came available for sale. It had a swimming pool, an in-ground 15,000-gallon goodnight concrete swimming pool. In record time, we went from home application to ownership, and in March of 2005, my family and I were thrilled to move into the house with a real swimming pool. In conversation with folks at church, I sometimes mentioned that we were the proud owners of a swimming pool, not to brag, but because we were so excited. I envisioned in time hosting pool parties for family, friends, and ministry associates, which we ended up doing a lot. Some of the people I mentioned the pool to were negative about pool ownership because they personally owned one. In a nutshell, their attitudes were, the two happiest days of your life will be the day you bought your house with a pool and the day you sell your house with a pool. I thought to myself, how can you not enjoy owning your very own pool? You don't have to stay overnight in a hotel to swim. You can jump in the pool after a hot morning of mowing in the Texas summer heat. But they were negative and always with a warning attached. You just wait. As time progressed, I began to understand the frustration other pool owners had with their pools. In the Texas heat, you must run your pool filter a minimum of 12 hours a day to keep it clear and properly circulating. If you don't, you will grow algae and end up with cloudy water. The pool pump spins at 3,200 revolutions per minute. The way the pump works is by pushing the water through a pipe, not by vacuum. There is a little nylon disc about the size of a medium pancake, and it has slits on the side, sort of like a water wheel on an old grist mill, and through the blazing speed, that little disc pushes all that water through the pipes and around the pool. So it takes a lot of hours to circulate 15,000 gallons through the pool filter tank and a hefty increase to your electric bill, about $100 per month running 12 hours a day, and that's at $0.06 a kilowatt hour which is cheap electricity. In the winter, it would cost even more if we had to run the pump to keep it from freezing and damaging the water pipes or the pool itself. At times, we would have to run the pump continuously during those freak times in the Dallas-Fort Worth area where the temperature would plummet and stay in the 20s. At the beginning, the cost for the chemicals to keep the water bacteria free and clear were expensive. That was before I got to know my pool and how water works. 
As I labored with this pool that I so wanted and never, ever regretted owning, I began to understand water. I found out that there is a knowable science to water. It is predictable and easy to keep clear and safe from infectious waterborne diseases if you will just take the time to get to know it. If you know how many gallons are in your pool, you can take a simple test kit and in just a few minutes know what the pool needs to keep killing organisms that make people sick with things like ear infections and have water that literally sparkles in the sunlight, just like in the movies. As a matter of fact, in time, I could walk out my back door, look at my swimming pool, and tell you what was missing or needed to be added to keep it looking great. As a side note, for a regular chlorine pool, the four basic chemicals it takes to make a pool sparkle is the cheapest liquid chlorine bleach you can buy, non-fragranced of course, muriatic acid, the cheapest baking soda you can find, and liquid copper. The real breakthrough in understanding the pool and having a safe, clean, inexpensive, happy pool experience came through the attack of the black algae. Black algae are the feared algae of all algae your pool can contract, next to impossible to get rid of. I would check the chlorine level in the water, add the necessary chlorine to bring the level up to safe. Within the day, I would test the pool and all chlorine would be gone. This went on for a few days, so I took a water sample to be tested at the pool store. They checked my chemicals and said everything looked good except there was no chlorine. I told the clerk that I had been constantly chlorinating and that it would dissipate within the day. He immediately snapped back that I had black algae growing somewhere. I told him that there was no black algae to be found in my pool. He told me they're hiding. He said that I needed to keep hitting them with chlorine and copper. Sure enough, on the day we waged war against the hiding black algae, my wife dumped a load of copper and chlorine in the water, then kept coming back to the water about every 15 minutes and repeating the process. Several dumps of chemicals later, she walked off, and within 15 minutes, the black algae showed itself. There it was, a big black oblong stain on the floor of the shallow end of the pool, approximately 3 feet by 7 feet in size. It looked like someone had poured more motor oil on the floor of my pool. It was spooky looking to realize this black stain was a living colony of organisms that had been hiding in the goodnight surface of my pool for a long time, most likely since my first day of ownership. I felt like my pool had been invaded by aliens. Once the algae revealed itself, or themselves, algae is actually a plural form for alga, which is one microorganism of algae, but algae is the colony, I thought, well, this should be easier to deal with now. I went to the pool pump house where I kept the pool supplies and got the pool scrub brush. It was a wide nylon, nylon bristle brush mounted on the end of a long aluminum pole. I scrubbed on the algae and nothing happened. I scrubbed again and nothing happened. After doing some research, I discovered that black algae have a hardened outer surface that makes them very resistant to the chemicals that can kill them. To kill them, I had to systematically scrub them with a steel wire pool brush all the while dumping more chlorine and copper in the water. Over time, I finally killed the black algae. Once the hidden algae were, were gone, my pool took on a crisp, sparkling look, and it, it, it required much less chemicals on a regular basis to keep it clean. The attribute of water is fully understood by the science. Water is very predictable and easy to keep sparkling clean once you take time to understand it. The act of creation can be seen as something as simple as a swimming pool. 
The predictability of water did not just happen. It was not a random development spun out of millions of years of evolution. Water is a simple, complex, pure substance. In water, two hydrogen atoms combine with one oxygen atom chemically, forming a new substance that has properties different from hydrogen alone or oxygen alone. Before there was man, animals, or plants on the earth, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 6, that God created a mist of water that would come up from the earth and water all the ground. So my friend, you can thank God and His act of creation the next time you see a clean, sparkling swimming pool just waiting for your first dive of the season. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.